Ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to Square Eye Syndrome. I'm Ben Gilman, and as always, I am joined by Tom. He knows where all the bodies are kept. Hill. Hey. And this time we've let him out the cupboard for fresh air and everything. Um, he's the uh, Troy, the only, the one man charmed convention salmon. Hey, you okay? Yeah. Got my charmed in joke early, bruv. Gonna throw that right jab at you. How you doing? I'm uh, doing all right, mate. Just just chilling, you know what I'm saying? Just re-watching Charmed in, man. One of the best shows of all time. Hey, so that's what I do. Uh, I thought you would just shut up after that joke. <laughs> that's what I do, well, Ladies and gentlemen, we'd just like to point out that Troy Sam's views are not the views of all members of Share Rides. <laughs> and also, if he keeps bringing it up, we'll let him start his own podcast on it. Yeah. And we'll replace him with my wife or someone else. <laughs> we might just have the homeless guy come in when we can tell us what he saw in 1973. Anyway, um, so how you guys been? Uh, well, I've been all right, me. Just, uh, just working as usual, just grinding, you know what I'm saying? Getting a brand up. What you guys been doing? You guys been all right? Um, yeah, not I've... bad. <laughs> oh, I see both at the same time. I'm going. <laughs> I've been fine. Um, yeah, I've made something that tastes like the love child of a pancake and a cookie. It went wrong. Oh wow! Surprisingly good though. I feel my wife has not let me forgive. Uh, has not let me forget how bad my cooking is. But I think it got halfway there. Then you said that cooking game up, bro. <laughs> I was trying to make a cookie. It all went horribly wrong. What about you, Tom? How you been? Um, yeah, been all right. Just busy. As ever, but yeah. Okay. Right. So the first boy on the block is Troy. I'm here, Tom. We're going to hold back our attack just, just to see what you got first, Troy. <laughs> <laughs> there's, nothing, there's, nothing, there's nothing to attack. What do you mean? Your style, your credibility. Credibility is 100%. What do you mean? There's a kid that we can put you back in. <laughs> I always get out. Always. Okay, so okay. <laughs> so let's get into this video. So I'm going to start off with a favourite. I don't know if you, I know, I know probably probably Tom. I say probably Tom has seen this. I guarantee Tom's probably seen this. But Is I'm going to start Tom? off with a show called Hannibal. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. There we go. I me knew too. it. You going to say Ben? Go on. Yeah, me too, man. Pretty good. Yeah. You see it? You see it, Ben? As well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen some of it. I've seen some of the first season. Very impressive. I kid you not. Literally, I was sitting down yesterday and finished it off like the last episode on season three because because the folks were coming back, but then they stopped it. It ended it like a Moriarty type of thing. But the end of the show. Um, but this this is um, what it's about. So it's a American psychological horror thriller. So anyone who knows about Hannibal the Cannibal knows about this show. Hannibal. Red, Red Red Dragon. Yeah. His wrestling name that is Hannibal the Cannibal. Hannibal <laughs> the Cannibal. Coming from Jed's sister's bedroom, Hannibal the Cannibal. Right. 
Okay, all right, all right. <laughs> okay. okay, so the series receives critical acclaim, as you would expect, from a TV show of this caliber. Hannibal is one of the great shows of all time. Mads Mikkelsen stars as Hannibal. This guy, oh my God, this guy is such a great actor. I can tell you not right now. If you haven't seen none of his stuff, go watch his back catalogue. Trust me, he's amazing. So, he's basically the main, uh, in a way, antagonist. Antagonist is kind of like a mixture of both throughout the show. It can kind of go either or. or. But basically, he's the one everyone's kind of after. Because there's a profiler, FBI profiler called Will Graham. Um, he's literally the mirror image of the Hannibal. He's, 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 he's his yin to, yin to his yang, if you know what I'm saying. Um, he's like the basically the agent who's going after Hannibal to try and stop him because he got hired by um, Jack Crawford, who's um, played by Lawrence Fishburne. Everyone knows who Lawrence Fishburne is. Come on, Tom, Ben, Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah, man, the Matrix, obviously. Yeah, exactly. And Rose, he's a talented actor. Exactly, he's a classic. Plus, um, recently John Wick. Anyone seen John Wick? You've seen me there as well. Yeah, yeah. And um. Yes, come on. And plus, he's going to be in the new Matrix that's coming out as well. Apparently, he's going to be starting that as well. That's supposed to be. Making another Matrix. Yeah, it's been making another Matrix. Yeah, it's supposed to be filming at the same time. They filmed it the same time as um the new John Wick. Why? 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 Is John Wick back for it as well? Why? Which is back for it? Yeah. Because two. Utter, utter shit. Rasta virus is it? Okay, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Are you referring to the whole trilogy as shit or just? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. First movie. I will fight you anywhere. Are you there? Two and three. No way. One. Two. Just two good. wasn't terrible. Two wasn't that bad. I like it. Two wasn't that bad. Obviously, number one's the best. But I've seen what the bulls is happening in that scene. No. Or the architect. <laughs> But the third one, third one is just it's lost the plot. Good luck to the reboot. The third one the could co- have been brilliant, but could've. it just it made a few wrong turns. Oh my! God. It made a lot of wrong turns. But anyway, we need. Not, to anyway, anyway <laughs> this, this is not <laughs> about the Matrix. This is about yeah, yeah, yeah. The Matrix is about Hannibal. Yes. Okay. There we go. So, um, okay. So FBI profiler Will Graham is recruited by Jack Crawford, as I said before, head of behavioral sciences, um, to help investigate um, Hannibal. <laughs> Um, and basically, he's like the he's manipulating the FBI from within. You know what I'm saying? He's he's um obviously manipulating Will Graham's mind because he can see into Hannibal's mind and see what he's doing at all times. Basically, he's he's, kind of, he's linked mentally. It's almost like a telepathic link between him and Hannibal, Mads Mikkelsen's character. Um, so throughout this show, <laughs> it's so stylistic. Oh my days! The style style on the show is a plus. My goodness. I'm saying the visual that the cinematography is out of this world. If anyone has seen it, just check it out just for the art alone. You could literally just watch the show and it's like a, a full art piece, like a Banksy art piece, literally. It's insane. Um, the editing on point, acting on point. This is like a 10 out of 10, A plus show. Um, and anyone who hasn't seen it, go check it out. Literally, is one of the best I shows. I have a question. Go on. This might start a war, but I want it to start a war. Go on. So, Anthony Hopkins or Mads Mickelson? Best hand roll. Oh. <laughs> I knew this was coming. I was waiting for this. Uh, Neither. No. <laughs> I know what Tom's. I know what you're going to say, Tom. I know what you're going to say. Tom's not taking sides. 
No, but Tom's saying Brian Cox all day. No, he's saying there is the one thing. Ah, uh, Brian Cox eats all of them. He eats cock. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, um, I'd, I'd say, obviously, um, Andy Hopkins is, is, is an absolute legend. He is the man. Except for the four films, he's sleepwalking. But we keep going. I'm trying to see who's a whole lot of favour. But Mad Mickelson brings such a... Oh... That kind of a calm cynicism to like kind of sinister version of the, I don't know. He's got a really fat face now, though. I mean, in Hannibal, he was a lot thinner. His face is blown up a bit. So concerning to me. He looks like a dead bit of liver pate now. His face looks like roadkill that you see on the side of the road. Oh, wow. Park. That's just hard. Come on, come on, man. Come on. Also, this podcast, what part of that do you not understand? Oh, my gosh. That's going too far, bro. Come on. Uh, anyway, continue. Anyway. Anyways, yeah. So, so yeah, it's um, harsh and then there's unnecessary. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what the heck? But anyways. <laughs> it's one various awards, this show, because as, as you would expect, with the kind of caliber of actors that's in this show. And the stuff, that, the imagery that you've seen in this show, uh, hey, there's a... A pig scene. It is a pig scene in this show. <laughs> oh my gosh! Because literally, there's a character. Um, what's his name? Let me find his name real quick. Uh, Mr. Virgo. Where is he? Mongo Virgo. Okay. So, so there's characters in the show. Literally, literally half of his face is literally torn off because Hannibal manipulated him into cutting his own face off. So, as a guy, he's literally in, in a wheelchair most of the time. He's wheelchair bound because of what Hannibal did to him. And he basically he herds these kind of pigs. It's like a, he's got like a pig farm. And it's a bit of a spoiler. Anyone seen this is a spoiler. Um, his sister, um, basically his sister's kid. Like so, basically fused his DNA with his sister's DNA and basically grew it in a pig. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. That's the stuff you're gonna basically be seeing in the show. It's amazing. It's amazing. Tom, Tom knows. Tom knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Just me. It's insane. Um, so, yeah. So, literally, that is uh, Hannibal. So, that's Hannibal done. That's that yeah, one. Classy. Uh, okay. So, can we say classy? <laughs> say, man. Uh, Not classy when you're touching yourself. I am flipping it. Oh, jeez. This I have to deal with people. This I have to deal with. Oh, my God. <laughs> On a daily basis, Tommy, you have to work with me, you know. <laughs> exactly, I'm, 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 I'm away from him right now. I'm, I'm, I'm safe. I'm safe. Have either uh, of so... you guys seen the film Bad Boys Two? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just thinking, Ben. For you, we have our little boundary box. They're going to throw this motherfucker in the ocean. And we're never going to talk about it. Well, if it's so bad, you'll do a drill one day. When so far, you end up in Sheffield. Oh my god. <laughs> Actually, that's that's up, I had to move. I had to run away. Get away from guys. The minute it went up there, it Doctor Who turned to shit. I don't think it's a. <laughs> it's... Hey. Right. No, no. Against Sheffield United or anyone. Oh else. my gosh! Hey, man, you fan all day. Hey, but anyways, let's continue. And it's Spurs. Here we go, Spurs. Oh, here we go. Yeah, anyways, it's not a football podcast, guys. So we're gonna move on. <laughs> on this, yeah. So, <laughs> I'm going to talk about that. But, okay, so let's get into part two. So, Power. That's another show I've been watching. Ah. Uh-huh. Yes. Right. 
Okay, so that is... Oh my gosh, this is a great show. Literally, I just started watching it. Literally, I'm on season three now. Sell it to me. Okay, so... Um, as a fan, I used to um, watch Empire. So that's literally closed for now until they start filming again because of the, the um, circumstances with the virus and stuff. I, so, I yeah, so that's Empire. It's another show. Um, Terrence Howard. It's like a similar show to Power, but Power's more the raw version, if you know what I'm saying. In what way? Of Empire. So Empire is kind of like a musical um, slash gangster type show where um, basically the main characters were the husband and the wife and they kind of own this it built empire from the ground up. So that was the empire side of it. So power is kind of similar to that because you got this um this guy called James St. Patrick. He's like this um business owner. He's got a club. Um, he basically runs the streets at the same time. He's he's like a drug dealer by um by night and a club owner. You know what I'm saying? The owner like just kind of dealing with uh the daily lives of just <laughs> owning stuff like being a business owner. But um he's kind of leading a double life. His wife um Tasha. She helps him out with the the drug the drugs from time to time, but she's kind of like his uh, um, his, his arm candy. Um, but at the same time, he has a boss called Lobos, an Hispanic from cartel drug lord. He's basically the overarching villain throughout this whole show. Um, he basically runs the the streets from where they are in New York, and at the same time, he's got a friend called Tommy, who's just a, a, literally a nutcase. He's um his um right hand man. He's his best friend. He's James's best friend, who's the main character, and <laughs> the stuff that these two get up with. They're literally just killing people left and right. Anyone seen the following? Have you seen the following? Anyone of you guys? Yeah, I've heard of it. Following. Timeline. Yeah. Uh, 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 Tom, no? no, no, I don't think so. Oh wow, that's something that um you got to check out. Even though it finished kind of abruptly, it was kind of ah kind of cancelled. But um okay, two or three seasons. But it's really good. It's a really good show. Kevin Bacon, James Purefoy. Uh, they started. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. So power. So power is literally um, just basically a street show. Anyone's like come um, seen um, hustle and flow stuff like that, like the movie. Um, it's just basically like a gangster slash um, what could I say? Like a thriller slash drama. So it's like a mix. A mix of it's a mixed bag. It's a mixed bag. But it's one of the best shows. Like literally on stars for like six seasons. It's, it's basically finished. The show's finished. But I've been literally watching up to season three. Um, it's like a really good show. Anyone that's seen it, literally um go check it out because the acting is literally top notch. But this show, I gotta say, I gotta say, Ben, Tom, let me live. Chill, chill. I'm gonna say something. I'm gonna say something right now. Okay. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> okay, so it's kind of a, a X-rate show. That's what I'm gonna say. So X-rate <laughs> show, it's, it's 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 oh my gosh, it's full on, it's in your face. You don't get away from Literally, it. Are we talking Game of Thrones levels of Game of Thrones? Even I say I say even worse than that. Okay. Game of Thrones, yo. That, that's, that's, a that's a that's a dirty bar. Yeah, that is that's a bar and you jump right over it. That's that's the base what power is. Hey, um, didn't stars. Yeah, it's the stars, but this is like wow. I was like, oh my god, what the heck am I? But 50 Cent, he's he kind of produced the show as well, so he's he's in it as well. Um, he he plays that like, the um, the daddy figure of like most of these characters because he was the original um, gang leader before uh, James and Patrick and Tommy kind of ran the streets. Yeah, yeah. So literally, he basically at some point he comes out and he's literally just trying to take over the streets again. He's trying to take over James's business. Um, he wants this for himself because literally they got him put in prison to take over from him. So he's basically yeah. it's a whole like a revenge story for Fifty Cent to try and get revenge on them. 
but we obviously we're following James and his um family and his his crew because he's like the you know what I'm saying the protagonist. But um yeah, so literally this show power really good top rated show. Go watch it. That's what I'm gonna say on that. Both Hannibal and Power are on my Netflix list. Hannibal, obviously, I'm working on slowly, but Power. Yeah, that was, yeah Power, power down, Power. Really good. So much competition. Yeah, I, I kid you not. If you want to watch, watch Power, because literally I just started watching it the other day. And I just burned through him because I was, really, I was burning through, like, binging it. Sold. Yeah, so that is, that is good. Um, And I was, I was going to say a few, a few other shows as well, literally just the stuff that I've seen, seen before, but I'm just gonna say that I've been catching up on Motherland, Fort Salem, The Witch Show. I've been catching up on that, so I'm up to date now on that show. This is charmed. Uh? <laughs> yeah, the show that's similar to Charmed. Yeah, yeah. The more... I think you should watch Sabrina the Teenage Witch instead of Charmed. Oh, right? oh my days! I've watched that too. Oh. <laughs> yes. There Witch Academia okay. or Bewitched. Or just watch. Why don't you go and watch the Teletubbies instead? I'm sure that's a better. What do you mean? Yeah, I wish was wrong. The tweenies. Why don't you go and watch? Yeah, I have a childhood, man. I have a childhood. Come on now. I've seen it. I've seen it all. Better, 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 <laughs> Come on, I'm telling you. Where anyway, yeah, as I said before, I was watching um Motherland, Fort Salem, and caught up on that. Literally, the twists and turns in that show, right? Now. Oh my gosh! As I said before. Um, the villains who kind of control these balloons, like Pennywise. Um, so literally, they're like villains, like almost like Pennywise. They're carrying these blue balloons, as I said before. Um, so they they started to fly now. So literally, they've got like a flying rune where they can like put these charms on their necks. They can start flying now. So it's getting lit. It's getting lit. The war time's coming. It's getting good, guys. It's the important thing. It's getting good. So I said a little update on that. By the way, on Motherland, Fort Salem, and. The other show I talked about as well called Aries. Aries. Mm-hmm. My goodness. That show is lit. I just finished it, literally. Oh my gosh. It's so good. So I'm <laughs> good. Anyone's seen, anyone seen it? Hey. Um, it kind of brings um slavery into it as well at the end. Cause it kind of like because the, these um the areas, this um this cult, this um Illuminati group of people, they've kind of got into power from committing these acts of sin so literally this is this is kind of spoiled for the ending and stuff but um yeah so literally they commit all these sins and there's um an entity or a uh pool called bail anyone knows the word bail knows anything to do with the, um, the bible or anything to do with anything supernatural knows about that term because it's an actual um, a demon yeah so in that way or so- them. Wing up for Tottenham wing up Gareth Bale. Bale, Bale. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh, Tottenham. But I'll say before, yeah, it's um, an entity called Bale. So literally, it, it soaks up all the sins that they. So basically, basically, what it is um, anything they have done, committed an act that is so um, um, violent or something that they can't forgive themselves, they kind of um, regurgitate it like in a black ooze coming out of their mouth. They kind of throw up this black ooze. And it basically goes straight to bail. You know what I'm saying? It goes, it goes straight to bail, straight to him. And it goes right down to this um, basement. And it kind of just stays there. And that's the source of their power. So anything they've done, that's how they control um, Holland. That's how they've basically got the mass their power, if you know what I'm saying. Um, and uh, Rosa, as I said before, she was the protagonist. Uh, she claims the top spot in Aries and kind of takes him out from the inside. So... 
it's really good. I ain't gonna say too. I ain't gonna say no more. I ain't gonna say no more because the ending is fire. So that's just my little something, something for the week. That the longest you've talked on this podcast. Impressive. Ever. That's great. <laughs> I don't. I feel. I just feel good, man. I feel, I feel good. That's right. And I thought I had to put out more jokes, but no. <laughs> Nah. Stop. And I still got my little charm digs in. <laughs> charm digs. <laughs> this guy. So that's me now. So anyway, I'm just going to shotgun one in the face because we don't always have to talk about shows that we like. Because um, obviously I live with my wife, so I don't always get to decide what we watch. I'm a bit different to you too. You get to watch what you want. So if you like something, you know, you're more likely to keep going now. And my wife keeps picking up this show. Don't worry, it's not the Drag Race. Um, <laughs> this week, at least. Um, but my wife gets to pick when we have dinner. You know. Okay. Success to a lot. Success for marriage. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all I'm going to do is... Whoosh. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Friday night dinner, which is a Channel 4 comedy. Um... It's about two boys, uh, two sons who come to see their parents every weekend for dinner on Friday night. Obviously, it's the name. Mm. Um, John Rosenthal is a newbie, not really well known. Simon Bird is literally playing Will from the Inbetweeners. He literally is Will from the Inbetweeners. <laughs> he literally can't do anything else but play Will from the Inbetweeners. Um, you've got the mum's husband, Greg, who was in Black Books. Um, quite a lot of stuff as well. Episodes. Uh, the dad is Paul Ritter, who's another famous actor. Uh, Mark Heap is the creepy next-door neighbour who comes over with a dog. He's been in space and so many other things. He's oh, quite space. talented. Yeah. Um, I just... And each week, it's uh, things happen over dinner, and it's meant to be a comedy. Is it any good? It's not, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm be honest I with you. I think you being friends is funny, and that's a sh- terrible show. Oh my god! Um, oh, this is just not funny. And you know what? It's still going. I thought it was a one-season wonder, and it's on its seven. It's coming up to seventh season next year. It's already had six. What? Seasons. Yeah, what? it's just not funny, and it will not be coming to a, a special. Conversation podcast. <laughs> hey, you never know if you get your wife, wife involved. You know what I mean? So talk about the show. You know what I mean? <laughs> I definitely, I definitely. This is the first show in a while. I'm stopping by and taking a shit on it, and then walking off. That, that, screw that show. So anyway, I want to talk about two shows that I do like because that's much more fun. Um, there's a show on Netflix. Uh, that's the one that you've most probably heard of. This one you've most most probably heard of as well. Love Sick from Netflix. Mm-hmm. I've heard of it. Have you, so you've, you sound like you've seen it, Tom. No, I mean, I've heard of it, yeah. and I have, but I haven't watched it yet. Okay, so the plot. So the plot is basically about a man called Dylan. Um, he has caught a sexually transmitted disease. <laughs> That's how we That's start. That was a good start. Yeah, exactly. So we we start the show with him being diagnosed with chlamydia. 
Um, he lives with his friend. He lives with his friends, um, Evie and Luke. Um, Daniel Iggs is Luke. Antonio Thomas is from Misfits and previous other things. Uh, Evie Thomas, Evie, and Johnny Finn's getting quite famous. He's Dylan. Um, so basically, you end up going back because now obviously he has to ring all of his ex girlfriends. <laughs> hey, I've got a lot chlamydia. Hi. Um, but it's 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 like a Stephen Moffat style time. We jump it up and down the timeline. So each episode, we go forward with his relationships with current current day, but we also catch his past. So, for example, there's a he and Evie like each other, but there's on and off, backwards and forwards for three seasons. Mm. But for some episodes, you meet the ex-girlfriend, but you meet, you see when they got together and when they broke up. And then you interspread that with their current catch-up. And it's just funny. It's really gross. Um, basically, Luke, his friend Luke is a sexual predator. Um, it's just really funny it doesn't need much swearing it's just how do i describe it i'm trying to think of oh is it it like a is it like a family friendly type type similar type of show oh no the original (laughs) channel four was originally going to show this show before netflix bought it it was called scrotal recall Really disgusting. Um, <laughs> meant to be, they've tied it up really well in the third season. So, if there isn't a fourth season, which isn't looking likely because it's been a couple of years now, um, at least it's ended on a good. Yeah, they, they managed to tie it up properly. Yeah. Also, do you know, um, there's another actor I'm very familiar with. He peers up in a lot of things Joshua McGuire. Um. The name rings a bell. Yeah. Do you remember the video game episode of Misfits where they've got a random hippie guy and he's got Kelly head, he just gets killed immediately and they run off and leave him. Ah, wait, I'm looking at this guy right now. He looks familiar. I know this guy. He's in this. Um he's he's like the fourth character because he keeps moving in because he keeps failing in relationships. He's like the fourth character. And um He's just hilarious. He's brilliant. He deserves more love. Great actor. <laughs> yeah, he's good. Really... Love Sick. That's uh, never British comedy. Um, everything I hear about Friday Night Dinner, because it's the same. The dog, the neighbor comes in, la 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 la. Yeah, bit shit. But Love Sick, very, <laughs> very good. And so go watch it. I know it's an old show, but I rewatched it recently. Because I'm nostalgic for some old stuff sometimes. You just want to rewatch a comfort food show. Doesn't matter. Old is good sometimes. Watch it. We never set the rule that we couldn't talk about past shows. That's important because yeah. I've got a backlog. Um, no, we've always so, been able to talk about whatever it is we want. Yeah, whatever you want. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I love this the, 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 the uh, thing because we can get away with that. So, um, and the third one, there's no way you guys would guess. The show, but you might guess where it's from. The could have gone all the way committee. I've never heard that from No, can't no, say no, no, no. Would you like to get Freddy? 
Yes. But there are no AKB48 members that there were last week. Thankfully, oh the actresses. Um, okay, that's the good thing about this one. So basically, this is a Japanese show, again, on Netflix. Yeah. Um, it's about... Um, there's three people. They're never named. They enter the office, and they have people come to them about... Um, how do you say this? They talk about a part in their past, um, a encounter with someone which could or couldn't have ended up going to sex or a romantic relationship. There's like a turning yeah. point. Right. Does that make sense so far? I got you. Yeah. 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 So there's it's like standalone. Um, a bit sort of sliding doors moments for yeah. all of them, kind of thing. And I've just found out this one of the, the women is from AKB. For fuck, sorry, my name. <laughs> <laughs> See, I thought they told me he, he loves him really. He loves him. Oh my oh. god, they're everywhere. Every drama I watch, one of those pictures. Now you love him, Ben. Don't worry about it. We, we got you. But ben, was, ben was about to recommend this show. He's now realized there's an AKB. <laughs> it's the worst thing he's ever seen. No, actually, actually, she's not AKB. She's another pop group. That's okay, then. That's not AKB. <laughs> That's fine. Oh, oh my god, that... difference, yeah. No, I'm oh talking about you checking the rage first. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh here we are. No, you don't it's... need to go there again. <laughs> getting sectioned by the police. <laughs> Basically, so there's always like a turning point and they describe it. And the people on the panel, it's quite funny because they always seem like they've been locked, they could be married, you know. But they're still locked onto this. I mean, who hasn't thought about their past? You know, that moment that you could have gone out with someone. There was a moment where there was passion, but you you could have kissed someone, but it never happened, and you just passed each other. Could have, would have, should have. Yeah. Like a friend or something, but you never did. You just kept it professional with friends, but you both know that moment could have happened. Yeah. So, and they vote at the end. Okay. If they could have, should have. And so you get... Um, it never did happen to get them to this point, but then you do see the Dream sequence where they do the kiss scene. It's very... Um, okay, I shouldn't say... Is it, is, it, is, it like a, is it like a drama? Well, yeah, it's standalone, half an hour, six episodes. It's in and out. Not like that, you dirty boy. Um, but like... <laughs> It's it's innocent enough. I mean, it's not sexualized. It's a very clean show to watch. It's just really cheesy romantic stuff. But it was different. Yeah. And I obviously I went. There's bits where there's girls. One of them's thing wondering why the girl sent her friends out so she could have him alone in her apartment. And you spend 15 minutes where the um, the team are drawing a map of the area to figure out why she sent them to the furthest corner shop 20 minutes that way when she could have gone to the small one around the corner. So they think that she could, he could have gone all the way with that girl because she sent them all the other way of a river or something. It's really funny because oh, they used to the- think about scenarios and that and what they could have done. <laughs> it's really funny. It sounds really shit, but it's really funny. They asked for more details. It's like a court case, but a really friendly court case. 
<laughs> oh yeah, there's that one. Oh, that was intriguing. Yeah. That was intriguing. Yeah, the Could Have Gone All The Way Committee on Netflix. I know it's a bit of a weird one. I do tend to throw Japanese ones in there, but it's one from my past watch list that I saw last year, and I thought that would make an interesting alternative for once. Yeah, I, I need to watch yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Tom. Okay. All right, so this... Sorry? School's in session. <laughs> so this week, I'm actually going with two shows that I haven't actually finished watching yet. So I don't know how they're going to finish. Both of them have now been, as shows are completed, I've just come to them late, basically. Okay. Um, one of them, I, kind, I, I do enjoy it. It's an interesting one. You guys might have come across it. It's called Gotham. Ah, yes, Gotham. Okay. Yes. Okay. You guys know it? Yeah. I watched the first episode and I meant to come back and I never did, but I this will hopefully... finished it, yo. So, yeah, basically it is... It's kind of the origin story for loads and loads of the characters that you know from the Batman films. Mm. The Batman comics, depending on how you know it. But it's interesting because it follows a lot more closely the kind of rise and fall and rise again of Jim Gordon. So the, we all know him as... By the time you get to like the original Batman TV series, he was the old Commissioner Gordon. So he's the older man. He's been through it all. This is him just starting as a rookie with Gotham PD. Good. And the things, that he's, the things that he's willing to do to defeat crime. Why there are so many fucking weird crime lords in Batman <laughs> world is explained by this show. This show is very weird. I love it for that. Oh my God. Gotham, I can't believe Tom Lee did it. I clap for you, man. That, that, I love it. I love it. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, that's that. We should definitely give him a cookie for that. Gotham, <laughs> that came out of nowhere. I loved it. You, you are well, you are welcome. But um, yeah, it's it's really interesting. Like I said, I'm just into season three now. I know there's another couple of seasons to go, and obviously, you know where the, where these characters are going to end up because you know that the older Bruce Wayne becomes Batman and fights a lot of these characters. So you know they're gonna a lot of them are going to get through to that point. Yeah. So, but it's still interesting to see the different things that happen. I mean, it's got one of the big baddies in season one is um, a character called Fish Mooney, who's played by Jada Pinkett Smith. And uh, she's brilliant. She's really good playing the original this. character, too. Yeah, but she's a proper boss bitch. She's brilliant. I love her. Yeah. And she she was, it, her, her role is kind of to introduce you to Penguin just as he starts becoming. <laughs> Um, mafia boss basically yeah. <laughs> and it's grounded more in reality because obviously um, I mean my, my real knowledge of Batman came about from the Tim Burton films yeah. so Batman and Batman Returns which are great Me films too. love Me them too. but Tim Burton always seems to go on to the very stylized way of doing things yeah always you know, and don't get me wrong Danny DeVito as Penguin in Batman Returns is brilliant this <laughs> is the best Penguin ever see I actually will dispute that with you I oh, really okay. love the guy who plays Penguin in Gotham uh, oh, oh. well he is good I've got to admit he is good but Danny DeVito I just, said, I just said the guy from the Gotham Penguin is the best Penguin oh sorry I thought you said Danny okay. DeVito was sorry no I've seen enough of season one to know that this boy is very special he's he, a special he is good he is good, yeah. he is good. But, I mean it explains without him having to have some kind of freakish development problem why he's called Penguin it's not because yeah. his mother had sex with a penguin or anything like that it's because <laughs> he's, got, <laughs> he's, he's got he's got a skewed foot 
that makes him walk with one foot sticking out. Up in that film, Batman Returns. That is a weird film. Go back and watch it. It's so weird, but it's great. Anything with one of the baddies is a good film. Penguin is a mafia boss, and this is what Gotham does properly. Sets it up. Precisely. And it's really interesting because even though he's a baddie, you really like Penguin. It's true. You kind of feel for him at every step because things go so badly wrong for him at points. My family loves him. He's he's literally their favourite character, Penguin. He's absolutely brilliant. Actually, my favourite character... Is um he was only in it for three episodes so far. I understand he came back in season four as a different character, the identical twin of the first one. Is a character called Jerome. Oh, you meet a boy. Him. A boy. You meet him because he's part of a circus. His mum was the snake handler in a snake dancer in a circus, yes. and she gets found dead in the circus and. It's a bit of a spoiler, but it turns out you go through the whole episode and there's this young kid who's obviously just lost his mum and all that. And then he gets actually accused of the murder and he just becomes a stone cold psycho. (laughs) He suddenly he's sitting there playing the innocent kid. And then Jim Gordon says something that proves that he knows he did it. And he just looks at him and it's the most evil look on earth. And then the most sinister grin comes across his face. And it's like, that's that gene. That's perfect. That's so good. Cameron Monaghan is the man. He's the man. He manages to escape. Basically, he is the Joker, but it's never said. Yeah. Because he has a laugh. He does the grinning thing. He talks about humour all the time. He's a real showman. Warner Brothers refused to let them use the name Joker. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I found out about that. Yeah. So basically, they refused to let him use the name or have green hair. So what this is, from the little bit of research I've done, the storyline here is one of the um, one of the Jokers. There's a few different Joker origin stories. Hmm. And so this Jerome one is one of the Joker origin stories, just they never call him Joker. Uh, I think it was like based off like killing Joker. Where are you at the moment in Gotham then? What season are you on? So me, I've just started season three. So at the moment, Jim Gordon is no longer a member of the Gotham PD. He is working as a... Um, Okay. He's working as a bounty hunter because at the end of season two, you found out that Doctor Strange was using Arkham Asylum to create all these monsters. Oh, yeah, he, he, got, he got strange, yeah. Yeah, and at the end of season two, uh, Hugo Strange tries to move them all before the police break in, and basically, Fish Mooney breaks them all out. Yes, he was experimented. <laughs> yes, but so you, so in season three. You've got all these crazy different monsters on the loose. Yeah, and Jim Gordon has basically become a bounty hunter. He's catching most of them, and it's kind of his relationship with Gotham PD because he's still close to that guy Harvey, who was his partner. So he still gets information from them, but he's no longer like Gotham's golden boy. Yeah, he's kind of gone down in the peg. Yeah, yeah, because he basically he killed the. um... In season two, there's a new big bad. And Jim actually ends up killing him. And, oh, well, yeah. Oh, yeah. What, what, was it? Was it um the guy from um Fantastic Four the one he killed? Oh, um. Oh, what's his name? Oh, I forgot his name. I literally haven't seen yeah, him so name, long. I know. Yeah. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Yeah. Tall thin guy. He's actually English, but he was playing an American. Yeah. He was. Um. Have you ever seen the film A Knight's Tale? A Knight's Tale. Yeah, I've seen A Knight's Tale. He's the baddie in that. Yeah. <laughs> I literally can't. Remember. It's so annoying. I don't know his name. At least you can't remember. Yeah. I know it's him, yeah. 
So you know who I mean. But basically, yeah. about about two thirds of the way through season two, he and Penguin end up basically assassinating this guy. Yeah. Like a proper gangland. Penguin beats him to shit with a with an umbrella, I think. And then uh, <laughs> Jim Gordon puts a bullet in his chest. So it's like it's a real moment of him kind of crossing over into the will do anything category. And so I'm interested to see how he's going to get from that point to being the kind of Commissioner Gordon. Because I'm fairly sure that Gotham will round up showing how all these people get on in later life. So you've got the Bruce Wayne story, who and he has a brilliant butler played by um, uh, Sean Pertwee. Yeah, yes. Playing, playing Fantastic. Patrick Pertwee, John Pertwee's son. He's yes. John Pertwee's son, Pertwee. yes. There we go. There's your Doctor Who reference for the week, bitches. Guys. <laughs> anyway, Sean <laughs> Pertwee, like they they've given him a good backstory. He used to be in the army, all these kind of things. So he's actually quite a good person to protect and guide Bruce Wayne. Yeah. If you get what I mean, and you can't. It's an origin story for Bruce Wayne as well. But the main th- the main focus, pretty much, is I suppose Penguin and Jim Gordon. And it's just in- it's interesting to watch the whole thing kind of going. And I'm really enjoying it. I mean, it's just general rule. It got pretty good, pretty widespread acclaim from critics, which is hard for a comic book strip thing to do when you're not necessarily following exactly to the, what the comics did. Yeah. But they've done it with enough respect that I think most people have gone, you know what, that's a reasonable way of doing it. And yeah, it's yeah, exactly. it's gritty. Yeah. It's gritty when it needs to be. It's funny when it needs to be. It's got the right mixture of everything, and it's a really good laugh. So <laughs> I would recommend it highly. Ah, uh, one of the best ones, you know. Um, as is it was, you, I know you've seen Azrael at this point at that point in time. Yeah, that, that's the same, ca- that's that, the same this, this guy. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm trying to remember his name. It's the guy from True Blood, isn't it? It's him. Oh yeah, he was in True Blood. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. She can't remember his name. What's his name? What's this guy's name? <laughs> I'm literally, he's killing me. Literally, he's one of the best characters. Like, he's kind of great. Second, I'll find it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah go on, keep going. Keep going. Oh, God. Don't take too much time, you know what I mean? Because <laughs> this guy, <laughs> find this guy real quick. Oh, come on. I literally can't James Frain. Yep. Oh, there we go. There we go. So, yeah, he plays Theo Galavan and Azrael. Yes. There Basically, gets resurrected Frain. by Doctor Strange. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> he was like controlling, controlling um, um, Cameron for being a Joker for a little bit. Remember, he was controlling him, broke him out. Yeah, that's Joker right. Yeah. Him. Yeah. Oh, epic, epic. Oh, you're bringing me, you're giving me the memories now, man. Gotham was so good. You know? <laughs> wow. But anyway, yeah. The show is over, and I'm coming to it a bit late, but I'd still fully recommend Gotham. It's a good laugh. Yes. Epic. And it's enjoyable, especially if you like like Batman films and stuff. It's enjoyable. Anyone there? Watch out. Watch it. Yep. Okay, number two. I have a question. I have to admit that this caught my attention purely because I have a puerile and childish mind. And I was flicking through Netflix looking for something new to watch and this jumps up. It's a show called Shit's Creek. (laughs) Is it because of the title? Basically, I only clicked on it because of the title. Yes. (laughs) I, I, I was so close to pressing that show as well. I never, I never clicked on it. It's, I should point out it's spelled S C H I T T S, not. But the basic premise of the show is you've got this mega rich family mother, father, two kids, two spoiled kids 
who it turns out their business manager has basically screwed them and the IRS are taking everything. Oh, wow. The only thing they're left is a village that the dad bought as a joke for his son called <laughs> Shit's Creek. Oh, 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 Jim Stafford, uh, Uvin Levy writes this and directs this and he's acting in it. I brought this up the first two weeks. Did you? Yeah. My God, let's I apologise. No, no, no. Let's talk about it some more. It's funny. Let's go. Oh, my days. I literally can't remember remembering this up. Oh, my days. I, I apologise so much, Ben. Yeah, I literally can't remember that. I'm remembering it up. I don't remember. Talk about it because you kind of went, yeah, yeah, cool. And then you walked off. So let's okay. talk about it. I threw it yeah, in there. Maybe, like, maybe, that's, maybe that's what got me to pick it up. I don't know. Yeah, I'm going to watch it now. Yeah. No, no, Tom. Please feel free to keep going on about it because we didn't really touch on it. Yeah, go. All right. So I've only watched the first season so far. Yeah. It's it's one of those tricky ones because it is funny. It's got enough jokes in it to keep it ticking over. But it's basically a case of rich, arrogant, rich people going to a hick town and being the exact opposite of everything that's in that town. I love the power play between him and the mayor. Oh, yeah. The mayor. Oh played my. by the guy who played Woogie in There's Something About Mary if you need a point of reference. Um, but yeah, I mean, I mean that mayor. The thing is, none of them are nice characters. There's not wow. one redeemable character. They're all assholes, whether you're the hick side or the rich people side. Yeah. Pretty much every character is an asshole, but they're quite enjoyable to watch. Yeah, um, so it's one of the things I watched the train wreck, but it's like so so enjoyable. You got to keep watching. <laughs> well, this this is the thing. It's the whole premise of it is every week it's the fact that they see the world very differently to the people they live with because they're rich and the other people are poor. Yeah. So I don't know how long you can maintain that as a way of keeping the comedy. So I'm interested to see if they manage to keep it good beyond the first season because there's only so many times you can play that conflict out yeah. before it runs out of steam. Oh, One of the other things that I really kind of like about this show is that it's... It's written by uh, Eugene and Dan Levy, as Ben said. And Dan Levy he last year came... son in this as well. He plays the son. And yeah. so on the first episode, I was looking at it going, is this guy supposed to be gay? What is he? I wasn't sure. But obviously, he had this sort of an interest in a female character. So I was like, okay. That's a bit odd. It turns out that in real life, Dan Levy is gay. Yeah. And I don't think he's able to not play that to some degree just in the way he speaks. But... Um, that's not me being homophobic or anything. I'd like to. I think he's good, but I just don't think he can kind of turn it off. Anything I've seen him in, he's yeah, kind of. He always, always has that big kind of tone to his voice, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I don't mean that in a nasty way. I just. So I was sitting there, and this, but what I like about his character is later in the series, it basically turns out that he is, and I did some research into this, he's the first time that a mainstream character in an American sitcom has been um, pansexual. So. Do you, do you guys understand know that phrase? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you, you're attracted to a person, not their set, not their gender. You're just mm. attracted to a person because you're attracted to that person. Yeah. So it's it's, it's it quite, but it's the first time that Americans have ever, in this kind of show, allowed that character to exist. We beat him to that. Lanto Jones tortured, not technically gay, pansexual because he likes Captain Jack Hartness. Suck it, America. But. I would say, even though Brits are considered to be quite uptight, we are far more comfortable with this kind of stuff than America is. Yeah. So the fact that America have let this happen at all 
is in a comedy above other things is quite interesting and I do quite like it. But yeah, um, as a show, it's it's never going to be like on my highest list of like top notch comedies, but it's it's enjoyable. It's a nice way to spend a bit of time. Um, yeah, it's got enough about it to make me chuckle. And yeah, so I'd say for no other reason than it's got a funny opening title name. <laughs> Have a watch. That <laughs> right. oh, almost made me pressing it. I was so close to clicking on it. Oh my days. And Trey, if you want to bring it up in a couple of weeks' time, feel free. <laughs> I'm after. Ben, I do apologise. I'd completely forgotten you brought that up. It's not a problem because literally I threw it in uh, episode two or three for like five seconds. It's okay. a cheeky fourth pick. Yeah. So I didn't go into it. So trust me, it's yours. Yeah, but te- yeah technically you didn't go into it, so technically it's yours. It's going to be hard to not cross over each other at certain points. I know, but I didn't, I would, if I'd realised that it was one that you'd mentioned, I would have at least checked with you before I said it. That's <laughs> not a problem. Um, we but need... yeah, so that's my, that's my second pick today. It's technically your baby. <laughs> <laughs> but like I say, it's enjoyable enough, and yeah. I'd rec- I'd recommend it just for a bit of fun. Love it, love it. Okay, so I think <laughs> that's it. I think yeah. that's it for the week. Yeah. So yeah. Troy's not going into the cupboard as fast. We know. Well, no, he actually, he actually spent some time talking about his shows this week, so he can stay out of the cupboard now. <laughs> hey, I've got to go to the cupboard, I've got to go to the lab. Go do some well, my wife did give him a tablet before he put him in the cupboard. My wife did give him a tablet, so, you know, it's cool. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, We're not assholes. Um, yeah, okay then. So, that's goodbye for me at the moment. And goodbye for me. Goodbye for me. Oh, yeah, one more thing. Um, we have just submitted these podcasts to all platforms. So we should have an announcement in the next couple of weeks on when we're up on Spotify and iTunes and all the other ones as well. Woo-hoo! So, you know, plus we're working on the Red Dwarf podcast. Please be patient. We are giving it time in the incubation chamber. Yeah. Have you ever tried to stick a podcast for a woman's womb? It doesn't go well. Anyway. Guys, see you later. Have a good one. Cheers. Night. Signing off.